0: This is AM Rush. I'm your host, Alex Mitchell. Friday, May 29th, this is our weekend edition where we like to have lots and lots of fun. And we're going to have tons of it today. Coming on the show is a New York-based DJ... TQ Grant. Now, he is coming straight off an insane set that he did with some of the biggest names in house music. What DJs are doing now to still get their music across in times of quarantine is holding virtual sets. He did his in a festival with Defected Records, Carl Cox, MK, and so many other huge names in electronic music. We're going to go talk to TQ now, and he's going to show us what DJs actually do when they're behind the decks. TQ, we're going to you. All right, so now I'm here with one of New York's up-and-coming, one of the hottest DJs, TQ Grant. He's from Long Island. He reps New York City. Man, you just had a set where you were in with Carl Cox, MK, who who else? Idris Elba. With Idris Elba,
1: and, and several others who are just phenomenal. Sam Devine, who was like the quarterback of Defected Records. It was a really, really solid lineup.
0: As you know, I am a house music aficionado. I love it. I mess around with mixing a little bit, but nothing compared to what you do in that insane studio setup that you have. Tell us a little bit, break down what is house music for those that don't know it like we do.
1: House music is, to me, it's a spiritual thing, a body thing. But on a more serious level, it's, it's a constant groove. It, it kind of gets you out of your head and onto the dance floor. And it, it's, it has a lot of musical elements to it. There's piano, sometimes there's guitar if you're in the funk, disco house. There's string sections. It's very, the, the words are more uplifting. It makes you just feel good. It makes you want to bust a move.
0: Couldn't have said it better myself, man. So one of the things that annoys me most that people say in the world is that DJs only push play. That makes my blood boil, and I'm sure you feel the same way. What do you say you give us a little mix? Show us what DJs actually do on the decks.
1: All right, cool. Yeah, definitely.
0: So for those that are listening and can't see, you have quite the setup in front of you. Break it down what exactly that board is. I'm looking at three pieces. Two look like control decks, and one is a soundboard. And there are a ton of buttons there.
1: Yeah, a ton of of shiny lights and big buttons. So you you had the right idea. There are three pieces here. There are two CDJ Nexus 2000s made by Pioneer. This is what you see on each side. For those of you who are familiar with the art of DJing back in the days, these would be vinyl turntables. But in the digital era we have the cdjs here and we have the pioneer djm 900 mixer basically uh, my command station allows me to blend the volumes blend the songs to a seamless mix so what i'm doing now is i'm queuing my song on this side i'm going to skip to the break so we can get right to the action so the jog wheel is like the pitch bender so you see these faders here You could manually make it faster or slower, but if you need to make very precise movements on the on the go, you could use the jog wheel to either slow it down or nudge it forward or backwards as you see fit. So now, what I'm doing is I started my other song on this side, and uh, they're lined up; that the BPMs are the same. And now I'm going to begin to uh, bring them in. I cut the bass so there's a clash. So I lined them up. I'm paying attention to the the kick and the snare. Make sure they're in tempo and range. At the end of this eight bars, I'm gonna go ahead and bring it up. Now, this song is, they're both playing simultaneously, but this one at the bass. I now cancel this bass on the right hand channel. I'm now beginning to fade out. Slow it up a little bit. Boom. So this song is now finished. The words or a part where more action is now playing on this side. Dance sport has no idea what you just did. They think you're a magician. Move on to the next song. So pushing buttons are the easy part, but there is more to it. You have to read the crowd because really you can show the energy and the vibe of the party. If you can recognize patterns in music or patterns just in general, you'll be a very good DJ because most music is arranged, sections, and they have patterns and bars of eight. So we can enjoy this song for a moment. And this is where you can get fancy. You can either dance, hang out, whatever you want to do. You can use some effects, like the, I'm going to put it to delay. I'll put it on half a beat, things like that. So this controls the effects, this knob right here, the light blinking. And these are tracks we made, right? Yes. All, every every song in hand right now are original tracks. I prepared some of these just this, this occasion. And these are never before heard. So you guys are getting exclusive music and first looks.
0: All right, we got the exclusive on AM Rush today. This
1: is the break. Get ready to build it back up. You may use a filter if I want. like that, getting ready to hit this track, five, six, seven, eight, no. now I know I just went a little bit early, so I'm going to go ahead and nudge backwards, again, I'm going to cut the knob in half on my base. Try to bring this one up, pay attention to my kick and my snares, let me know I'm in time, okay, sounds good, both playing now. Now bringing the bass up on this side while simultaneously up the, the bass on the left side of all. So I have the vocals from the left-hand side riding the bass and the beat and the groove of the right-hand side. Go ahead, put the delay on, and now come out of it. Now we're rocking again, keeping the energy consistent. Going right into energetic part of the third track. And then is going, party's moving. And again, during these parts where you're not mixing, is what really separates you as a DJ. You could, you know, cancel the basses out, bring it back, use the effects, things like that. This knob here controls where the effects are routed to. So right now I have it on channel three. It corresponds with the channel that the song is coming out of on the mixer. There are a lot of things you got to think about, but the more you practice, it becomes second nature and you don't have to think as hard about it. So we'll go into the, the, the break here and we'll go ahead and move on to the next section. So in addition to having your own style on the turntables, what separates you as a DJ is having music that nobody else has. And of course, you accomplish this by being a producer producing your own tracks. And I'll show you just a little bit of how that's done as well. So we'll have this drop. one is called i feel it tonight so that was an exclusive first look at that record.
0: very very cool that was awesome and oh man i i really like the type of virtual sets that are going on right now like the one that you did it reminds you if you can't get to the club the club can still get to you And for those that are tuning in, show us what your studio looks like that you work in. Um, Good to go, my friend. So so many people get confused about the difference between DJing and producing. Now you do both. What are the difference between the two?
1: Well, the two major differences is producing typically happens in a studio or a studio environment, and DJing is typically you're playing the songs that are produced. So a DJ and a producer are two separate people, but they're not mutually exclusive, meaning a DJ could be a producer or a producer could be a DJ, but they are not one in the same.
0: And now take us through a little bit. This is a tall order. How exactly do you start when it comes to track production?
1: Right. So when I am making my songs, everybody has their own process. But for me, I like to have the groove, the groove, meaning the drums going first. So I'm going to play you a, a loop I prepared and every sound that you're hearing is through the TR8 here. The TR8 is a modern emulation of the 909, the 808s, those very classic sound that you're used to hearing in music. They've now transported it and, and digitalized it into this machine here. So this is a step sequencer. You can see it's moving through the steps Has a kick or to the floor, I clap, my claps, my snares going. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play a song for you. And uh, I'll, I'll leave it to you guys to guess what it is. This is my MIDI keyboard, it controls the digital instruments inside of the computer. And um, as a hit, I'm using the M1 cord. So that's a very classic house synth. And uh, I'll begin to play it for you guys. So as you can see, it was a little bit rusty. But thankfully, with technology these days, it makes it a lot easier. I can program these chords correctly and in time perfectly within my door, which allows me to have a seamless translation of that song.
0: Very cool. And I know you said you're rusty, but that sounded pretty darn good on my end. I got to be honest. So, TQ, what I want to talk to you about now is when it comes to electronic music, People tend to just put it under this umbrella of EDM. And not too many people know what house is and that it's actually different from EDM. So break down what the difference between the two is. Yeah,
1: and you're right. If you talk to a lot of people and you say house, they think of what I would describe as big room electro, like the Avicis of the world, that's even progressive, I would say, but the Dioros, things of that nature, those type of artists are what you typically think of when you say house. But this type of house is a lot different, and I think it's categorized by the four-to-the-four four patterns and the hi-hats. And the use of instruments are not as electronic. You, won't, you There are synths, but they're more emulating the piano rather than something very high-energy, such as a screeching synth or a sawtooth wave synth. You know what I mean?
0: And for you, what you produce mostly, you're in the genre of house and that organic sound like the unnamed track because I'm going to let people guess on that. I know it. Yeah. You, know, you me right before. But that still counts. <laughs> um, so when you're producing that keyboard, you can also change how the notes resonate and how they're coming out and how they sound drastically, right? Correct.
1: Tremendously, enormously. I could shape the sound to a point where you won't be able to either recognize it from its original state.
0: So take us through, do a little example of how you can fiddle around with notes, pun intended, to make them sound something completely different. Like we just heard what sounded really close to a regular organic piano. What can you do playing just a chord riff that would make it sound something completely different?
1: Good question. So I'll play, um, I was recording that chord riff I was playing earlier. So I'll just quickly um, run you through it. And um, so we hear this chord riff. You could do things like adding chords. more ambience to it, and then we could...
0: You know, I was tapping along with how you were doing that. Talk now about your origin, man. When did you start producing? When did you really start getting into house music?
1: Yeah, so it's kind of, it's probably a funny story. So I, I've heard these tracks over the years when I was growing up, but I didn't exactly know what it was or what genre you would even call it. I just knew I liked it. It was cool. But fast forward into my college years and um, I was an engineer major and with any engineering major, they would tell you they study a lot. And so I would go to study and I would just type in, you know, study music. And there was a, a DJ on YouTube by Job ja Big, by the name of Job ja Big. And he had these soulful mixes that would, that were sometimes without vocals. So they would just constant beat, something just like, you know, just be having in the background while I was studying. And I would do this with football too when I would be uh, doing my recovery routine. And so, um, I started to listen to his mixes, and I really, you know, I'm like, dang, these are dope. So, I, I he had the track listing, and I would go through my research, and I discovered house music in that fashion. Um, now, fast forward a couple more years, I'm like now 22 after college or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm now DJing more at a professional capacity, and a friend of mine tells me like, yo, dude, there's a whole scene to this. There's There's a culture. There's... It's, it's actually a lot bigger than you may think. And I uh, I first seen it in Brooklyn and I was like blown away, bro. And I was just sucked into it ever since then. So it's been about four four years now.
0: That's so awesome. And like you're saying about the culture of house music in New York, I know you're you have the same mindset that I do that it's awesome as it is, but there's another element to it that, could be added, and I want you to talk about that.
1: Just from my experience, you know, going clubbing in New York City, like a lot of the dance scene, underground dance scene has transitioned into uh, techno. There's a lot of techno bars, a lot of techno clubs, a lot of techno DJs, a lot of the big acts that you see coming through Brooklyn and Manhattan are mostly techno artists. And so um, I would like to see more house Oriented clubs. I know CL just closed. That was like one of our major staples in the house game, and so I would like to see that come back. I would really like to see a resurgence of house music on a grander scale. Uh, back in New York,
0: you know I couldn't agree with you more. And and techno is cool. Don't get me wrong. It, you know we're not bashing techno. It's an awesome genre, but there should be room for house too. Dude, there's room for every sort of music.
1: There's so many people and there's, there's so much creativity to go around that we could all coexist. Techno is definitely awesome. But if you're a house head in New York City, it's like you have some places in the Bronx, but you would only know about them if you're from the Bronx. You know what I mean? I would, I would like to see the scene, just like the techno scene is very healthy. I think the house music scene is healthy, but I think it could be bigger.
0: I, I have to agree with you 110%. And it seems like in a way we're making a call to action right now to bring back that old school house in a new generation. Like it's on us in a way that we are the new, the new generation of house music.
1: I agree. I agree. It's, it's like sort of up to us, our generation to now be the ones to spearhead the movements to now begin the parties and we also, it's also up to us to support these parties because I'm sure there are DJs who are making efforts to, be, to start these house movements, but you can't have a movement without the, without the following. So it's up to us to not only partake in the, in the festivities, but to also be the ones to curate
0: them. When you look at it, just as you did with Defected a few days ago, even if the nature of clubbing changes after the current set of circumstances with the coronavirus and everything... There's no reason why you can't do virtual sets every single week. why DJs can't bring this culture in still, where you don't have to even be in New York to experience it. You can experience a New York club in Nebraska now when someone does a virtual yeah. set. Yeah.
1: yeah. The, the unfortunate circumstances that we are in has, you know set a light on virtual sets is now more accessible to people worldwide. And um, Defected did a great job. I shined the light on the New York scene because it has so many people, like an unbelievable amount of people. Dude, where are you gonna be playing? Like, yo, we missed this house music in New York. And that was really what prompted my thought. Like, man, they're right. Like, we could really be having, you know, this on a on a weekly basis. And again, I think um, live streaming and virtual sets will become more popular even after, you know, the lockdowns are lifted because people are still, I think will be skeptical or just cautious more. So I think virtual sets will be, will continue to, uh, to prosper, at least for the immediate future, the next year and a year and a half, I would say at least
0: like, you know, like you, I'm from Long Island. We don't really have clubs in the way that New York city does. I mean, we have bars with DJs, but dare I call them clubs. Um, So for people that aren't in areas that they can actually go out dancing to house music, the idea of a virtual set really brings it together for people that, heck, you might live in a rural area and p.m. on a Friday night. You can tune in, you can dance, you can host a socially distant or safe party, however you want to put it. So in a way, you're making house music more universal. And I agree with you. I feel like, It's like field of dreams. Like if you build it, they will come. It's like, it's like, we're talking club of dreams here where everyone's just going to like kind of emerge from the shadows.
1: Right. Right. Like, what is that? Is that music I hear? (laughs) Are they dancing? Is that fun over there? You know what I mean? Like come creeping out of the shadows, but you make a, a very, very solid point for people who are not living in, you know, these urban areas or areas where there's a lot of clubs accessible to them. The idea of a virtual party is very appealing so I'm sure they, you know, they're getting, like you're able to place yourself mentally in that setting when you hear a DJ playing the music that you love to dance to.
0: I just I find it very exciting to know that that there's still going to be a way to experience and enjoy a fun, energetic party atmosphere. That realistically, if you're at a party, if you're at a bar that's just playing music it's such a different experience. It's nothing close to the same than hearing a live mix because as you know, there are so many elements that go into a live mix that you just can't experience yeah. at, at a regular bar or or just playing music.
1: Yeah, I would have to agree with you there.
0: When you're doing a mix with, with all the elements and all the layers and you just see the crowd going to it, what's that like to just kind of when does it become more than music and it starts becoming a feeling?
1: Hmm. Yeah. Well, I think if you're just passionate about what you do, it becomes more than anything at that point. It becomes a feeling at that point. It's passion, you know what I mean? But that feeling when, when you're being creative and you're doing things that you practiced or that you thought about and you're executing it in live in live time, in real time, it's like euphoric. When you get a positive reaction, there's nothing like it. Like you kind of get hooked onto that feeling. And to see people react positively and they're having a good time and you're you're basically providing a soundtrack to their to their memories, essentially. It is there's nothing like that. It's nothing like it.
0: Soundtrack to their memories. I love that. That is so awesome. And TQ, before we wrap this up, and once again, thanks for coming on AM Rush. And Thank I'm you. gonna listen to your defected set. Again, I, I've listened to it about five times since I heard it. Um, is there anything, oh, as- Thank you. of course, of course, is there anything else you want to talk about with your production, any fun things you have coming up in the future or just kind of just about music in general?
1: Um, I would say to close, first of all, I want to thank you for having me. Thank you to the AM Rush listeners. Um, this was tremendous. Anytime that I could set a light on, on it, not even I'm from Long Island, but I do this for the whole New York state. Anytime I can shine a light on our scene and and, and represent us positively, I always would like to do that. As far as what I have coming up, I always like to, uh, you know, keep a few tricks up my sleeve so you have to stay tuned to see uh, what I got going on next. And, you know, I just thank you for the support, man. This is going to be a journey. I'm in it for for the long run. So I hope you guys have the chance to check me out. And hopefully I said some good things that made you think a little bit about what's going on and hope to see you guys on the dance floor soon.
0: You know, I will certainly be on any dance floor that you're mixing at. And I think a lot of people are going to join me there doing it safely, of course, or even if we just do it virtually, which seems to be not just a viable option, but a door open when even when people can return to clubs on rainy nights or whatever, or just a low key night where you don't feel like going out, you could still have what is the best part of going out to clubs, which is the music, which is for guys like me, for guys like you, and for a scene in New York that may not appear prevalent, but is certainly there, you know, there's, there. Still, there's still that route that we go to clubs for the music, not, not for the atmosphere or whatever. We go to listen to stuff that we can't hear anywhere else. And, you know, just as well as I do, you know, a DJ's job or, or a true DJ's job is to play awesome tracks, but it's also to play music that you don't know you want to hear.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think that's what also makes a good DJ is, I think it's pretty easy to play the hits, the songs that you know will get people going. But like you said, it's another thing to play the songs that people don't even know they want to hear. And that's what also separates you.
0: And that's kind of where the uh, the gutsiness comes in is when you derive from the top 40s and and you dare to play a new track, you dare to put something else on, and people look up at first yeah. and are like, what is this? And then you just slowly see the smile creep up on their face <laughs> as it goes. And you're like, oh, okay, see, I know what I'm doing. You know, It's like trust the process sometimes.
1: That's all, trust the process.
0: <laughs> well, my man, thank you so much for coming on AM Rush. I'll be sure to have you back. I know you're going on to bigger things after this. Be well, and let us know as soon as you got another virtual set coming up.
1: Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Stay healthy, everybody.
0: Absolutely. And one more thing before I let you go: where can people listen to your tracks?
1: Right now, you can go on my SoundCloud. I have about I have a weekly mix show that I do, so there's literally dozens of hours of mixes on there. And lock into my Instagram as well. They have I go live, you know, semi regularly. So check me out on those two platforms at TQ Grant on Instagram and SoundCloud.com/slash TQ Grant.
0: Thank you so much again. Take care. Enjoy the weekend. Make some new stuff. Keep at it. Be well, my friend. Absolutely. You too, brother. And that was AM Rush. I'm Alex Mitchell. Next week, we have a very comprehensive series of shows that's going to be about small businesses and the New York City economy and recovering from coronavirus. Until then, New York, stay tough, enjoy the weekend, and remember, wash your hands.